Coffee Break, where Helena comes to talk. To start the show today, Dave Jenkins. He's the president of Conservatives for Responsible Stewardship. Uh, Dave, thanks for taking time today. Well, thank you for having me. Yeah. Can you introduce yourself to listeners? Let, let them know just who you are and, and what it is that you do? <laughs> yes. Uh, our organization is um, basically what the name says. We're uh, an organization of conservatives who care about uh, conservation and stewardship. We have about 20,000 members nationwide and about uh, 400 members in Montana. Okay. And can you explain a little bit about just what Conservatives for Responsible Stewardship is? What is it? Who is it? Okay. Yeah. Well, it's just average people. There's no, you know, nothing. Um, uh, but, you know, the, the key is that they care about um, uh, conserving our natural resources and um, uh, protecting, you know, our life-sustaining uh, atmosphere and uh, environment. And, uh, you know, a lot of my hunters and fishermen and, uh, uh, you know, other people that, uh, you know, enjoy outdoor recreation and uh, things like that and just care about, about the, the environment. I mean, if you look through history, um, conservatives, Republicans, um, have been some of our, our nation's best conservation leaders. I mean, you can go back to Teddy Roosevelt or you can look at Nixon and the environmental laws of the 70s. You can look at Reagan and the Montreal Protocol, <clears throat> George H.W. Bush with the Clean Air Act Amendments of 1990. I mean, there's just a whole history there uh, that uh, if you look at it and you really think about it, uh, it's a, actually a stronger history on these kind of issues than, uh, than you know, more of the left side of things. And you mentioned it. Again, how many members in Montana? About 400. Okay. Okay, but but a large organization uh, nationwide. Well, twenty thousand, yeah. yeah. I mean, by some organization standards, it's not huge, <laughs> but but it's a it's a good good core of folks, and yeah. uh, we're growing all the time. Well, and we've talked on this show before about uh, oil and gas leasing and the the, the setup uh, in the state, but it's been a while. So, can you explain to listeners what the current setup is there, and and I guess what your stance on that is? Yeah, well, the current administration, uh, when they came into office, they, they did this thing called a leasing pause. They, they paused leasing uh, and then instructed the Department of Interior to review the whole system and see if there's things that can be done to improve it. Um, we support that pause because uh, for a couple of reasons. One is um, the way the system's been working, taxpayers have not really been getting a fair shake. Um, you know, a lot of leases go for the minimum bid of $2 an acre. And uh, we've, we've uh, offered for lease an, an area the size of the state of Tennessee uh, over the past four years. And uh, a lot of that acreage is going for those minimum bids. And, you know, the whole concept with, with um, offering these leases for auction is that you have a parcel that's very attractive and you have two companies that bid against each other and they drive up the price. And then taxpayers uh, uh, get revenue from that for allowing these, these companies to uh, develop the resource. Um, the way it's been happening, that's just not what's been going on. Um, what they do is they uh, nominate so many acres for lease that they try to confuse the competition as to which parcels they're really going after because the whole goal is to get as many of these as possible for that low $2 minimum bid. And uh, that's just really, really not fair for taxpayers. So we want to see some reforms, and there's some percolating through Congress. There's a bipartisan bill with uh, Chuck Grassley and Jackie Rosen that would um, – 
uh, raise that minimum bid to ten dollars an acre, and it would um, uh, increase the royalty uh, rates as well, which uh, put them uh, would put them on par with offshore drilling. And you know that's not only important to the federal budget, but it's also important to uh, the state budget in a state like Montana, um, where you know that those revenues get split fifty fifty. Dave Jenkins is the president of Conservatives for Responsible Stewardship. He's joining us on Coffee Break this morning. And uh, as you said, President Biden has halted uh, leases on federal land. You agree with that. But then, of course, there's a balance that needs to be found, right? Because we're talking about a lot of jobs on the line here. Well, true. The, the issue is, though, I mean, if, if, if he was halting all oil and gas activity on public land, that might be one thing. But by halting additional leases, uh, you got to, Keep in mind that there's there's been a lot of land leased over the last uh, well ten years, but but four years in particular, um, and a lot of those leases have not been developed. <clears throat> in fact, the industry is sitting on more than ten thousand permits that have not been developed yet. And um, when you listen to the head of uh, Devon Energy and Occidental Petroleum, <clears throat> they've said, "Hey, we've got enough stockpiled leases and permits." to last us through the entire Biden administration and longer. Um, so if the oil companies are saying, hey, we're, we're fine, we've got plenty of, plenty of stuff to develop and uh, uh, you know, make sure we, we meet our, our whatever the demand is out there, uh, then you know, and we have a chance to get this more in line with what will uh, be fair to, uh, to taxpayers, um, I mean, what's not the like? Uh, it, it won't affect jobs. It won't affect our... Uh, uh, our, you know, our need to import uh, oil or anything like that. Uh, you know, as long as it, as long as they take that period of time and actually work on these reforms that we need. You know, this country has built up a a, a mountain of debt over the past uh, a while, and it keeps keeps building up more. And if we're not getting a fair return on our the commodities and stuff that we offer from our assets. Um, then more of that burden to, to dig ourselves out of that uh, is going to fall on the shoulders of individual taxpayers. So that uh, that legislation, Dave, you, you mentioned the legislation introduced into Congress. Uh, the, the hope is to, to fix some of this oil and gas leasing. Uh, what exactly would that do? I mean, what is the legislation? I mean, obviously, without getting too deep in the weeds, but, but what does that legislation yeah, hope to do? Well, there's there's a couple pieces of legislation, but the one I just mentioned, um, it, like I said, it raises the minimum bed rate from two dollars an acre to uh, ten dollars an acre, uh, and it raises the uh, royalty uh, amount that you get when you actually produce oil from currently, which is twelve twelve point seven five percent, to eighteen point seven five percent, which is what we get for offshore oil. I mean, there's no real reason why. We, we get more royalties for offshore oil than we do for uh, for onshore. And, you know, a state like Texas is charging like 25% royalties for anything done on their state land. So, um, you know, and that doesn't, that hasn't dampened uh, industry demand. But other areas are being, uh, there's other legislation too, like, for example, orphan wells. There's a huge problem with orphan wells where companies, they'll, uh, they promise when they get the lease <clears throat> that they will, uh, you know, clean up any, you know, once they get through with the well, they'll clean up and restore everything back to the way it's supposed to be. Um, problem is they, they don't often do that. And a lot of times they will uh, go bankrupt and then pop up as another company just to get out of those financial obligations. And if they're out of the, that financial obligation, again, where, who does that fall on? That falls on us taxpayers. Um, so, 
that's not fair. They promised to clean it up when they, as a condition of getting the lease, they need to honor that. Um, so having legislation that would increase the bonding amount for that so that uh, they can't get off the hook, um, to us, that, that makes sense. I mean, if you're a fiscal conservative and you want us to, uh, to be getting a fair return and uh, getting market value um, and you know, not letting people take advantage of, uh, of the, the American public, then uh, you should favor these reforms. Dave Jenkins, the president of Conservatives for Responsible Stewardship with us on Coffee Break. Dave, we got about a minute left. Uh, how do people find out more about mm-hmm. uh, your group and about issues like this? Uh, maybe they even want to say, hey, that's me. Sign me up. What do they need to do? <laughs> they just go to our website. It is www.conservativestewards.org. Uh, and um, there's a button right there you can sign up. doesn't cost anything. And um, you'll see a lot of information on our website about this issue and other issues. And uh, we send out um, electronic newsletters regularly to keep people uh, updated on you know, actions they can take to uh, help uh, make good things happen. Well, Dave, I appreciate you taking time to chat with us this morning, and we'll definitely keep an eye on the legislation. Uh, if any of that starts to move forward or uh, any, anything else happens, uh, if, if, if you're amenable to it, we'd love to have you back on the show. I'd love to be there. Fantastic. Dave Jenkins with the Conservatives for Responsible Stewardship on Coffee Break, and we do have more Coffee Break coming up right after this. I just wanted to step away from the show for a few seconds to tell you that if you miss an episode, you can always catch up. We're on iTunes, so find our show there or swing by coffeebreak959.podbean.com. Local and area events, city, state, and national officials, your neighbors doing incredible things. We talk to them all on Coffee Break, where Helena comes to talk. In today's always-on world, your business demands a simpler approach to network security. At Blackfoot Communications, we deliver state-of-the-art security solutions from the perimeter to endpoint devices and remote data backup for businesses across Montana. Ensure your company's network is online all the time. For more information, visit goblackfoot.com security. I'm Troy Shockley, and that's it for Coffee Break today. Be sure to check us out on iTunes. Head on over. Give us a review there. That's always much appreciated. Or swing by coffeebreak959.podbean.com. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you back here tomorrow.